Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues. That's the name of this program here on the American Family Radio Network. We'll be here live for the next 25 minutes, and then Alistair Begg will come along with some excellent Bible teaching, which we air Monday through Friday on American Family Radio. Tim Wildman here with Ed Battagliano. Good morning again, Ed. Good morning, Slash. Good afternoon to you, sir. And Steve Jordoff sits across the way. He does. From me. Sits beside Ed. How you I doing, know. Steve? I'm to Ed's left, both politically to my, and... To my left, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you doing, brother? I'm well. I'm well. Yeah. yeah thank you. Good. Uh, I'm waiting for the day for you to come in and say I'm doing pretty average. Yeah. Kind of mediocre. Kind of mediocre. Kind of a... uh, all right. So, Steve, what's happening? Uh, there's been a disturbance in the force. Uh, cut 12. Xi Wing has done his best to dismantle Deng Xiaoping's achievements. <laughs> you guys were talking about George Soros earlier. <laughs> was, that, was, that, was, that, was that George Soros? That was George Soros. He actually has made a public statement uh, about China and Xi Jinping. We can listen to it. It's only about 20 seconds long. Cut 11. Xi Jinping has done his best to dismantle Deng Xiaoping's achievements. He brought private companies established under Deng under the control of the CCP and undermined the dynamism that used to characterize them. Rather than letting private enterprise blossom, Xi Jinping introduced his own China dream. Has he been taking speech lessons from Biden? I I don't know. This is the man we're we're worried about. He's 91 years old, and he's got a gazillion dollars. That's really what we're worried about. But, yeah, I kept waiting for him to, you know, know, to do the uh, Darth Vader uh, breathing. Now, in all seriousness, he was criticizing the uh, Chinese leader, right? Yes. Yes. But now, uh, why would he do that, Ed? Well, because his his vision is what he calls open society, which is a globalist enterprise without nationalism. And China's very nationalistic, and they are not going to allow their society to be an open society. So that's why he's criticizing. But he was also criticizing the fact that uh, China has uh, is a danger to uh, economic prosperity which would obviously affect the billionaire who's... He actually, I read what he said, the whole statement that he wrote. Um, he is actually saying that uh, this Olympics is going to be his undoing because uh, Omicron is spreading like wild over there, and he's going to project the, the appearance that it isn't, that they've got it all under control, and they're having an economic crisis. They're having a housing bubble collapse. Yeah. And so those two things he thinks are bowed against Xi Jinping getting another five-year term to try to set himself up as the, the you know, lifetime leader of China. That's what he says. I don't know how accurate it is. I can hardly understand the fellow. He, I know. He, he does not speak clearly, uh, but I just 
I like the thing with the Darth Vader music. And, and yeah, when y'all, he was speaking, y'all came up with that in the show meeting this morning. <laughs> yes. About eight, when we were met at eight fifteen or whatever. It That's is. one of those things that may just be funny to me, right? But it was. Right. It, I, right. I just and and his voice was such that with yeah. that music behind it, he oh, he sounded it's at, perfect, at least like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> but anyway, okay, just a couple of things that have uh, been breaking lately um, this morning. Uh, according to John Kirby, the press secretary at the Pentagon, the U.S. is sending 3,000 more troops to NATO's eastern flank to, to Europe. Some are yep. going to be in Poland. Why? Well, because they want to put pressure on um, Putin and uh, his move on Crimea. Potential move Crimea. on Crimea. And Ukraine. Oh, sorry. Ukraine. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's – this kind of thing is like having troops in South Korea – it's called a tripwire. It, it, it's supposed to give your opponent pause because if you're going to invade this area and there's U.S. troops, you'll have to kill U.S. troops. You'll be the one to start the war, and you don't want to go to war with the U.S., et cetera, et cetera. I don't like putting – now, these troops are, wouldn't be going to Ukraine. They, they would be going to Ukraine, according to right. Joe Biden. So where would they be going? Romania it, and Poland. Mostly. Romania and Poland. So, but am I wrong to remember that in 1960, early something, the U.S. sent non-combat military advisors to Vietnam? Yes. They weren't going to step foot or do anything in the country. That just tell the John South, F. Kennedy. Yeah, just tell them how to fight. Look what that ended up being. Right. And and, and just, this feels like, to me, the same thing. We're sending troops. Oh, we're not going to do this. Oh, well, here's a couple thousand more troops we're sending. Well, as know. opposed to JFK, who, all things considered, was, uh, a, 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 I think, a pretty good president. Um, he was not weak. Uh, showed that during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Uh, uh, the, kind of a disaster in Cuba with the Bay of Pigs. Mm-hmm. But the point I'm trying to make is he was not a weak ruler. Joe Biden is perceived as a weak president and sometimes you get in bigger trouble with a weak president who wants to prove that he's not a weak president and he overreacts and can sometimes get you into a conflict where a confident president might not he puts himself in a corner yeah basically paints himself in a corner can somebody help me out here i think i know what's going on over there between putin and and the other western european the other the Western European countries are NATO. What's what what's what's going on here? Well, what, what's the what are they arguing? What are they arguing about? Okay, so Russia historically has Russia Russians have always been considered kind of paranoid because Russia has been conquered a lot. I mean, we're talking about an ancient history with some of the mass migrations, but in uh, obviously in World War II with the Nazis invading. And um, so when the communists took over in Russia and after World War II created, the Soviet Union created the Warsaw Pact to control Eastern Europe uh, under the USSR and its satellite nations, the West developed NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. So they opposed each other in Europe. Uh, You invade this country. The whole of Western Europe fights you. That's what NATO is. That's what NATO is. NATO is an alliance. NATO is an alliance. So if uh, if the Soviet Union, when NATO was created, got aggressive and attacked one of the uh, other European countries as a member of NATO, all of NATO would gang right. up on it's a mutual the Soviet defense Union. pact. So when the Soviet Union collapsed and the Warsaw Pact crumbled, 
and all these Eastern European countries were set free from communist tyranny. All right, including what, the Ukraine, including right? Ukraine. Ukraine. What what Western Europe and NATO decided to do is we're gonna we are going to invite all these Eastern European countries to join NATO, so they don't ever go back into the Russian sphere of influence. So Russia Russia says, well, we won't have any buffer between antagonistic Western powers and our country. Ukraine borders Russia. We don't want NATO being right on our border. So Putin has told Western Europe, you're not going to let Ukraine join NATO because then we have no buffer, no protection. And Putin's thinking is, we'll invade Ukraine and take it so that we do have a buffer between us and NATO if gotcha. you force us to. Any questions for Professor Vitagliano? No, that's just that, – well, that's a, I, you know, I, you know I, okay. Very well done. I'm just, I'm just going to react here. Just a visceral, just a gut reaction, visceral reaction. Right. Is visceral gut yep. reaction? Yep. I, I kind of understand what Putin's saying here. I do too. And uh, that's not the support Putin. The, no, 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 right. no. But if you look at it from his perspective, uh, I think it's, it sounds to me like, again, maybe I shouldn't even say this because I'm, I'm not uh, Henry uh, Kissinger, Kissinger. Although I can talk like him. So can George Soros. Uh, yes, he can. Uh, it sounds to me like Ukraine joining NATO would be be unnecessarily provocative. I have said on this show since the George Bush era that I thought the West was mocking Russia after the collapse of the Soviet Union and unnecessarily provoking them by increasing NATO, pushing it all the way to the Russian border i didn't think that was necessary i i i'm with you i i think you don't listen when the soviet union tried to put missiles in cuba we just mentioned jfk we said no you're not going to do it okay and so we don't let people do it in our neighborhood putin's saying you're not going to do it in mine and i don't think we ought to go to war over ukraine i don't think we're in danger of that yet but does Ukraine want to join NATO? I think they've been iffy. I think they I think I think they They don't want to be told by Russia they can't. And I think they want some guarantees. We guaranteed their safety uh might, might have been under President Obama. Okay, when we forced them to give up nuclear weapons that they had, we said we'll protect you. Okay. Didn't do much if, about Crimea though. No, and we did nothing about we did nothing about Georgia and uh, not think, not the state but the All right, let's move on. All right. Hey, uh, <laughs> things come around to bite you every so often. Uh, Jeff Zucker is out at CNN effective immediately. Um, he was actually rumored to have been saying he was going to exit and retire down the road, but he is out now. And what happened was he launched an investigation into Chris Cuomo and the sexual uh, accusations against Chris Cuomo. And it comes to... Um, like that Mr. Zucker was having a relationship with someone on his senior staff. They're going to have less staff than they have viewers over there for <laughs> long. Now, Zucker, CNN. he's married as well, isn't they're he? They're both divorced. Oh, they're both divorced. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, who watches CNN anymore? <laughs> huh? Well, I, I, I don't watch them, but I, I am watching them disintegrate before yeah. my very eyes. <laughs> they, they um, we've talked about this before, but... CNN 
man, when President Trump was elected, they just went, they just scrapped, scrap being uh, news. Yeah. Right? They, CNN, uh, they built their name and reputation on covering live news events around the world, and we all looked to them for yep. the, the little girl trapped in the well or, or uh, you know, an earthquake in the Philippines or embedded reporters in Iraq, yep. or whatever the case may be. I mean, that's how CNN built their built their reputation and their viewership. And then when President Trump got in, it was just like they lost their mind and went uh, full board anti-Trump 24-7. And then when he's gone, I predicted this. You're welcome. <laughs> I predicted that when, uh, when uh, I wasn't the only one, but I think I was first. And that is <laughs> but, who, but it doesn't really matter, right? No, I mean – you know, it is what it is. That's true. And that is to say that uh, CNN without Trump, they, they were lost. Yeah. They, they didn't there was no reason to watch them anymore if you were a leftist. Even yes. a lefty. Right. So that's why their viewership. I'm talking, you're talking about plummet. Yeah. We're talking about CNN. Uh, James Earl Jones. This is CNN. Okay. Is CNN. Uh, down to under, sometimes under 500,000, 300,000 viewers at any given time during the day. That's, I, I don't know if that's just, I, I'm assuming that's probably just in the U.S., but still, that is paltry. Listen, Joe Rogan, the uh, podcast guy, he has 11 million people that listen every, I think it's every day. Mm-hmm. Every day, they have 11 to 13 million people tune Tune in. You don't tune in. You download or whatever yeah. like that. Uh, we probably have as many people listening to us as, as CNN? CNN has viewers. Okay, on our 181 stations across the country, so they've destroyed their brand over yes. there. Somebody would do wise, Steve and Ed, to come along and buy that. Buy CNN. Is that GE? Who uh, Turner Broadcasting owns it, but. I want to say that's their parent company is GE. Uh, I think GE owns NBC. And yeah. MSNBC. Okay. My bad. Uh, my apologies. Uh, whoever owns CNN, somebody needs to Brent, come. Brent Creeley's on the. Brent, on the tell task. us who owns CNN. CNN's parent company is Turner Broadcasting. Still, they still are. There's still such a thing. But but you're right. You somebody would have to buy it and say we're changing it up. Changing the whole thing. Changing the whole thing. Well, it'd be a prime opportunity to do it because Zuckerberg, Zucker rather, Zucker, Jeff Zucker. Zucker is out now. He's the top honcho there. He's uh, having an affair with one of the employees or something well, like that. Yeah, yes, and it was it was a failure to disclose the consensual relationship with a CNN staffer. But it was all in the context of Chris Cuomo. You've got somebody in authority having a relationship with someone. Who's uh, uh, under your? The last one at CNN. Please turn out the lights. Exactly. Uh, you know, there is a on. space for them, though. I think. Yeah, um, that's what you and, and I are about to agree on this and, one. And it's not competing with Fox. They used to be the people that you go to. In fact, they still kind of are the people you go to for breaking news. If somebody's bombing Jerusalem, we go to CNN and we we see the bombs coming down. They got embedded people. They are great at just delivering news. That's what they should go back to. Yeah, it's so fine. It's okay to have an, a a new show and have an opinion show and whatever like that, but not twenty four seven 
hate Trump, hate conservatives, uh, hate Christians. I mean, that's yeah. just they they got to get away from that if they want to draw back, have a chance to get back to anything that they once were. All right, uh, next story. So have either of you cisgender, white, privileged males uh, noticed that there's a lot of wokeness going around in the, in the country right now? Uh, you know what? I don't know what you just called us, Steve, <laughs> but I think Ed and I take offense. Well, cisgender means we're straight. Normal. So that that's okay. I'm good with that. Well, well I am. <laughs> that is an error. <laughs> as an go. error? As an error. You're straight as an error? Well, I was I was using a mock Southern accent. You know, so, Southerners can mock other Southerners as talking more Southern than they do. And okay, get it? Yes, I do. So I was straight as an error. <laughs> well, you're right. A- you're right. That does sound like E R R O R. Yes, but I meant A R R O W. Surprise, boy! Mississippi could spell. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I got a wife from Mississippi. I'm okay. not saying anything. Uh, Go ahead, well, Steve. It, you, all these terms going around like wokeness and everything. Well, they, they they've attached a name to Latino. It's no longer okay to say Latino. You have to say Latinx because Which is hard to say. It is. Yeah, it's like a Kleenex. Yeah, Latinx. You see what I'm saying? It could yes. be. Um, but you know, it's it's the woke thing to say. Well, it turns out that not within the Hispanic community, it's not. Only 3% of Hispanics use Latinx. Now, Latinx is meant to in, to stay gender neutral, right? Right. Because There's Latino and Latina. Yes. The two terms. Um, Latino spoke, is male, refer- masculine. Masculine. And Latina is feminine. feminine. When you use the, but then you're assigning a gender to you're somebody. You're assigning a gender, so, so Latinx. Yeah, Latinx. So I I uh, talked yesterday with Sammy Rodriguez, who's the uh, president of the National Hispanic Evangelical Association, and talked about this. And it, he 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 thinks it's kind of amusing. Listen to cut ten. The numbers are between one and three percent that actually uh, not embrace but tolerate it. So you have like an overwhelming, super overwhelming, 96 to 97% unbridled, unhindered, uncensored rejection of the term. I want you to put this in perspective. Latinx, you literally want to X out a community. Are you kidding me? This is liberal, progressive, woke, cancel culture, deconstructionist, anarchist, you know, individuals, Oh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Latinx it just sounds like past the Latinx over here, would you? I know. Huh? Like, you know, and give me some more salsa or something. I don't know. It just doesn't sound. Well, it, it's, right. it's, it's loony. Yeah. It's yeah. loony to deny. We've, I don't want to beat this dead horse, but it's loony to deny gender. Languages like Latin, which, you know, the, Romance languages all came from Latin, so mm-hmm. Spanish yeah. came from Latin, French came from Latin. They all have gendered language. You can't, you cannot change a language using wokeism. You know, you, you try uh, political correctness. <laughs> you, you can try. Can. Uh, also, have you noticed even even our side has slipped into using expressions that are even I'll do it sometimes. I'll say a biological male. Oh, is it? There's any other way? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, she, uh, but you're having to be you having to be specific, so I understand. I what know, you're but saying. you know, like we're talking about sports. You yes. know, I'm going like a girl should not have to compete against a biological male, and I'm saying to myself, what did I just? 
That's what other that kind means. of male is there? Like a non-biological male? Right. Yeah. Well, because that's what you're. That's what they're claiming. I know. I know. So I anyway. am a male, even if biologically I'm not. Right. Next story, Steve. Uh, they're having another funeral in New York City for another police officer who uh, was shot in the line of duty. I, I got to tell you, if you look at the the pictures, there are police officers. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of them that show up to these things, and they they crowd whatever street St. Patrick's is on, and and it goes for miles. Just nothing but but blue uh, heroes. Well. Um, it, the, the reason they're doing this, uh, unfortunately, is that there were in January, there were at least 30 law enforcement officers that were shot at. Um, f- uh, five of them were killed. And it doesn't even include if they shot at an officer and missed. You're talking about New York City alone? No. Or nationally? Nationally. Uh, but this two according of, to the National it, Fraternal Order of Police. But the... Two funerals that have been held on consecutive days in New York City were the cops that were killed uh, what, last weekend or a yes. few days ago by one guy, mm-hmm. right? But but it just and yesterday two campus security uh, officers were shot and killed in Virginia. I've forgotten where where the college was. Um, well, and there's a funeral going on right now. Wilbur in New Mora, York's, New York City officer. So Wilbert I mean, Mora. different. It's it's very dangerous. We know this already. It's a very dangerous occupation to have uh, police officers, especially. Can you in, imagine the in your, stress in your big cities on these officers and their families right now? Just not knowing whether, you know, you say goodbye to dad. You know, you say goodbye to your husband or your wife who's going to the job. If I if my husband or, I mean, if you know if if, if I were in that situation, yeah. a lady, a biological lady. <laughs> uh, I, I would I would say we're getting out of Dodge. I mean, listen, if you're in New York City, I mean, I had to say this, but I'm saying we're you're not doing this any longer. We're, it's yeah. too dangerous. We're we're moving upstate. Yeah, we're, get we're, a job. We're, we're go to get somewhere. paid a lot less though. I know it's you I know. get pension. But I don't know, know what you know what I just want. I just wonder about too. If you lose veteran police officers who have experience. And they can't train the. Not, they're not. And you become less and less experienced overall in your, in your uh, group, you know, your department. That's going to lead to more problems. Yes. Uh, yes. Huh? Because you're going to have people getting the job who don't necessarily need to be there. Yeah. The yahoos right. who actually are going. You to know act what I'm like saying? Yeah. To, yeah. Which yeah. Uh, so I mean that's that's yeah. a real problem. All right, Steve. Uh, our esteemed spokesperson at the White House has discovered a brand new social media uh, company we didn't know existed, and she called them out from the podium yesterday. Let's listen to this. Sorry. If you look at Fox on a daily basis, I mean, do you remember the four boxes that you had that we had on all the TVs, right? Which mm-hmm. is on my TV right no, now. Actually, so right now, I, sh- I should have given you. I I buried my. Uh, we did that yesterday. Yeah, uh, this is different. You got it. Okay. All major tech platforms and all major news sources, for that matter, be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID-19. That certainly includes Spotify. 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 So this is the, this is this is uh, Jen Psaki commenting about the Joe Rogan yeah, thing. Yeah, they, they, she wants more social media censoring of of misinformation. She doesn't on Spotify. Did she do that? Did she correct herself? Not that I know of. It just kind of went past her. You would think she knows 
Uh, she knows now, um, I'm sure. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she she was just speak. She misspoke, but we we wanted to mock her I mean, anyway. She well, is, that she is Joe Biden's spokesperson after all. Well, I'm just not familiar with misspeaking. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. You've heard about it. Though, I don't know right? how that happens to people. You've heard about it. Obviously, not professional. <laughs> um, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Have a great day.